batter's out, oh. and he remains out of now. Oh. The runner off first base is trapped. A player who didn't know the infield fly rule, and it'll be a double play if the Mets can execute the rundown. Oh, no. And the tag is made to end the inning. Uh, Cesar Hernandez showing no knowledge of the infield fly rule. Charge. Charge. Da, 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 da. Charge. Charge. Okay. All right, cool. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Infield Flyers podcast. We're silly. Very. Uh, November 16th, MLB offseason is officially starting. How are you guys doing? I'm okay. How are uh, you? Missing baseball. Can't complain. I'm tired. Yeah, I am kind of missing it now that it's gone. I'm just ready for the offseason to start. I like signings, I should say. I'm waiting for some big splashes. Yeah, when we were little, I feel like the off season started always started with like a bang in the first week. Now it's now they're all waiting to see. Like no no one wants to set the market with the big contract too early. Yeah. So it'll be interesting I think to see. We'll if, get something uh, this week. You think so? I, I do. Th- I th- you think we'll see a trade first or a big signing? Like you think Lindor moves or Bauer moves, for example. I think you see a Lindor trade before Bauer signing, but I, I think this week you're going to see something. Well, what's like I, what's rumored? I can to be see Lindor going further. I haven't really seen anything on the Twitter sphere. Um, I just read that the Mets are going to announce something big the next few days. You think it's a Conforto extension? Um, well, that might be it too. Actually, that could be a good first move for the Mets. That's probably the most realistic thing before you kind of, you know, because you got to really weigh your options for Lindor. You know, I'm not, I don't, like, I don't really, I've said this before about him, like, he's so good, but, like, it's just so hard to find, like, the right people the Mets should give up for him. It's not as easy to give up Dom Smith or Pete Alonzo. True. Or even Jeff McNeil. That was another proposed trade that I read. Yeah, especially with no guarantee that he resigns. Like, if right. he was under contract for two or three years, then maybe you consider it. Well, who would the Yankees give up to get him? I'm guessing in Duhar, probably, they'd probably want Clint Frazier back. And then yeah. one of our young pitchers, like Debbie or Mike yeah. King, Clark Smith. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it personally. I, I think Didi could, su- Didi would suffice at shortstop. Or and also, and well, also we can't give up on Glaber yet. I don't, I don't think judging sixty games is enough to judge if he is the shortstop of the future or not. I also think it's pretty um, assumed that DJ LeMahieu will resign with the Yankees. So I, if you get, I mean, Lin- we'll see. Well, I don't know where else. I mean, he seems like really set on staying. I've heard him. They've all talked about interviews with him, how excited he, like, always talks about playing in New York and how comfortable he is with the Yankees, you know? Yeah. Well, everyone seems to think the dream scenario is LeMayu first base, then move Glaber back to second because he was fine there, and then Didi at sh- or uh, Lindor at short. I don't... And then Gio at third. Yeah, Gio at third, and then either DH, Voight, when Stanton needs a day off or just trade him when his value is high. Which I, I kind of ag- agree with because like Vo- a contract for Voight isn't in the long-term plans with all the other mouths we have to feed, like we've been saying. True. But I, like He's just such a good guy. You want to see him on the team. And he's a cashman gem. The Mets could also... I mean... All these free agents, like Bauer, was pretty much kissing up to Cohen trying to get a contract from him with his YouTube channel, saying how much good stuff he's done for the Mets, which he he has done good stuff because now the Mets are a legitimate option. But I mean, no more being a small market team anymore. It's so exciting. I mean, I'm just really excited for this offseason. I really am. Yeah, I mean, they also mentioned, they talked today about Marcelo Zuna being an option, too, which is crazy. You know? I don't really, just like, I don't really see Marcelo Zuna as a fit, but what about, I was looking at this before, what about Justin Turner bringing him back? No. Because the Mets, the Mets were 
their problem this year was that they well they couldn't pitch, but offensively their their problem was that they struggled with runners in scoring position, right? There would be like two or three guys on every Well why game. would why would Justin Turner make sense though? He's like they a, already have he's like a three two or three. He's like a three fifty hitter with runners in scoring position for his career. Yeah, but what about defensively? You already have two third basemen. Yeah, so what you're telling you're telling me you wouldn't take Justin Turner's production over J D Davis's? I would not. I would I think Justin Turner's getting up there in age. He's like what, thirty three, thirty four? Yeah, the guy could Appreciate. the guy could rake on a on a one or two like he's not gonna he can rake in postseason, but he's been inconsistent this year. Like he is, I mean, twenty twenty, his year wasn't. Yeah, but you need you guys, know, you need guys like that. Like he would slot in perfectly, like he did with the Dodgers, where they had Bellinger and and Taylor and Seager and Jock Peterson to to be the light up guys, and then you have a reliable third baseman who who won't flash the leather with the glove, but will get the outset that. Uh, you'd expect him to get and then hit when he needs to hit. Well, if you're talking about an upgraded third, I would say Arenado over. Well, yeah, but that's not realistic, I don't think. I mean, they've been talking about him too, going all in for him as well. I don't know if they would actually go through with that, but no, I'm not, I was just, I don't really want Justin Turner. I'm not too big on him actually, personally. I don't think he would really help the Mets. I think the Mets, you got a, a guy. I would rather have a guy like JD Davis there, who was young that second half of the year last year. He had, I mean, he was like pretty much leading the league in hitting. I think got to worry about what you do with Jeff McNeil. Like I actually like Marcelo Zuna for the Mets only because I think if you can get, I, mean, I don't think they'd be able to sign both him and Springer, obviously. But you know, I mean, he did lead the league. I'm pretty sure was top what five in home runs and RBIs this year yeah. or last year. Like you know, I think the Mets need. Like you can rely on Pete Alonso, I don't think to be your your main yeah, guy. Probably, I'd like man. to think you could, but I just don't see it from the way he performed this year. So you know, my ideal off signing is George Springer. If they can find a way to land him, I know he's a little older, like he's turning thirty two or no, he's like thirty. I think he is. He's around the same age as uh, Ozuna, I think. Right? I forget. Yeah, he's around there. But yeah, man, I don't know. I would ra- much rather have George Springer. That's like my if if they sign him, I'm gonna lose it. That is so exciting. He's thirty. He's thirty one years old. I wonder what he'll get. Maybe five a five year deal. Five year, hundred million. Yeah, I mean, I guess because you can't go too intense with him, right? Because he's also not gonna play center field that whole time if you sign him. How long will his body be able to keep up for center field? You know. I feel like nowadays it's hard to determine what somebody's going to get because I just feel like the market these past couple of years has been highly inflated. Yeah, we're not going to. That's why I don't think we'll see. We'll see one domino fall and then the rest will fall into place, but it might take a while. Like We might have to wait I do think, into December. I think there's, there's going to be a ridiculous – there's going to be another ridiculous contract this offseason. Really? I think so. Whether it's like someone gets a total of like three four hundred million, or someone gets like thirty five million a year, like I, I just, I don't know what's been going on lately, but the contracts have been ridiculous. Well, I, th- I think Bauer is going to sign like a two year deal to break the a the highest AAV for pitchers, but I don't think he'll get the length. You think you think though that whoever signs Lindor is going to hand out a three million dollar three hundred million dollar contract? I mean, the year after, you mean? No, like, when they, I mean, when they trade for him. Oh. That's, that's just what I would think. Springer would remind me a lot, a lot of um, Beltron signing with the Mets. I think Beltron was a little bit younger, but it, very similar. Players. Yeah, that's fair to say. I agree with you. Night. Good night. Night. Which wasn't See a bad contract. Is that what you said? What? Did you say goodnight? Yeah, I said goodnight to my parents. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be a, a bad contract, though. Like, Beltrons wasn't a bad contract when you look in totality. I mean, Beltron goes down as the best in uh, Mets history, one of the best in Mets history, you know? Mm-hmm.
Yeah, you gotta love him and Delgado. Great teams. Sorry, I brought up I brought up <laughs> some memories. That was some amazing memories. Did they uh, have they had like candidates for the GM position or president of baseball operations, whatever they're calling it? I haven't heard anything about that by any potential. Because the Marlins broke some ground with their news. I mean, I can see the Mets hiring a woman in that position. Yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't see why gender would matter because it's it's, it's gonna be like uh, if you're smart. Now you just need to have an analytical mind. So, right, it's gonna be Jessica Mendoza. No, thank you. I wonder. She worked, didn't she, she like get a, a big position for the match, right? She yeah, she was so. a special advisor to the match. So she has to be Tell fired me. too, right? Since Brody's gone. Yeah, I think there. I don't really even know who's there anymore. At I'm this telling point. you, she's gonna get hired. They should hire uh, Rachel Nichols. That was a joke. I just like <laughs> Rachel Nichols. Who doesn't? That's true. Or, uh, fuck. Uh, How about Bobby Valentine again? No. I don't think they want like a. I don't think <laughs> I don't joke. think it's gonna be a, a retread. I think, I think they have the old school touch with Sandy, and now they're and then they're gonna go for, like some. I don't. I don't think you're gonna know the name of the person that they hire. To be honest. Well, they did really? announce they're keeping Louis Rojas. Well, no, they said most. Sandy said most likely. Most likely, he needs to weigh his options. The press conference was was very good. I thought Steve Cohen came across really likable. Yeah, he was great. It made me really pumped. Yeah, it even made. I just love looking at his Twitter. Like I told you before, that's pretty much my favorite pastime now. Is looking at his responses to fans. He's awesome. How do you feel about him tweeting at players like Syndergaard with the shirt off and and Strowman? <laughs> I love it. I love all of it. Yeah, I think it's good for report because like Syndergaard's flat out hated the Wilpons, right? Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll say is like I don't know how long it's actually going to stay though because I assume he's just brand new. So I'm hoping that he can kind of keep that up, that vibe, because mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to get busy relatively quickly. But it's his first week. I like that he's engaging fans, you know? Yeah, well, well, that should really be his role, if you think. Because, like, he's not going to be the one making the decisions. He's just writing the checks. That's what he, right. that's what he said he was going to do. Which is the perfect answer to those questions. Yeah. Because he's exactly what the Mets would need. Yeah, he's going to run it like a hedge fund. Let the people who know what to do. I looked up a job, actually, at his hedge fund. <laughs> I don't even kidding. On to see what he was offering. That has, Nothing in my area, but that has to be an automatic perk, right? Just met games for potential clients. Oh, of course. Using the owner's box, dude, big time. Well, whoever they hire will be competing with Kim Ning, that work or Ing? Is that work? Yeah. We'll go with Ning. Ning. With the Marlins, uh, I guess we could branch into what we think that they should do for the off season. So, so our topic today is going to be um, what teams in the East, so AL and AL East, should do going into the off season. One move for each of them. Or with the Marlins, I guess, since they have new ownership, relatively new ownership. A new front office and uh, Donnie baseball managing. They made the playoffs for the first time in 17 years this year. So how do they build on it? I was thinking out some outfield help would be necessary. Like maybe a maybe a Nick Markakis or. I mean, they could spend big on George Springer, but that's never really been their thing. Marquez might be a good fit. Or honest, just like a veteran bat to be around all the all the young players that they have. 
mucho. I mean, I think you, they, um, I mean, I don't know. They have Strally Marte. Yeah, that right. was a trade. Is John Birdie still there? I think so. Yeah, I think he is. They got rid of they Miguel Rojas, Birdie. Who was the guy they got? They traded that was like really John and VR, right? They traded him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I still don't think they're. I mean, they're a young, pesky team. I just don't. I don't think they're gonna really be competitive the way they were this year. I think this year was kind of a, you know. Well, if you're, if not you remember, I called it. So I think that it's sustainable because they they do have Sergio yeah. Sanchez. They just need to, they just need some more plug and play guys. Like actually, their catching position's kind of weak. So maybe like a Mike Zanino, who you could just put seventh or eighth hole and he'll hit you like twenty home runs. Or Francisco Strabelli. I think he was with the Marlins. I know he probably was. Yeah, I don't know. I would say that they could always use pitching. Yeah, everyone could use pitching. Can't the Marlins team. are a tough team to start with because they're not going to spend money anyway. Uh, what? I guess right. we'll move on to the Phillies. I I mean the easy answer that for a lot of people would be to just re-sign Real Muto. But I don't. Yeah, but who knows the possibility of that? Yeah, I feel like they need like one more pitcher. Should be there. Should be their thing. It's always their thing. Or maybe like a, their bullpen was the worst in the league. So maybe like Liam Hendricks, who was a pretty bad. good player, or a replacement for Didi because I don't think he's coming back. I mean, offensively, I think they've got a pretty solid group of guys. You know. That guy Alec Bohm, um, the bum guy, rookie guy, was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So I would say that to be pitching too. I still am convinced that they're like a washed up, unlucky team, though. I don't think they're going to really, you know, be too difficult. I think they got a good roster, but I don't think the chemistry type thing. I don't think that's. I think Bryce Harper's a disease. I don't think that's fair to put it to put okay. it on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with that and you guys will see. I don't I just don't I don't think Bryce is gonna win a championship. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. I but I wouldn't call him a disease. Like that's unfair, I think. I think that they're just a bunch of hired mercenaries. And they're not like we were saying during the season that they're just not a team. They don't feel like a team. They just feel like a bunch of guys putting up really good stats. Kind of like the Marlins were when they had Yelich, Stanton, and Ozuna. Like they, they, they had the MVP and a bunch of good players. They just couldn't crack into the playoffs. Doesn't really ever yeah. work. And it's weird because they have character guys too. Like Obviously, Didi was a character guy with the Yankees. Um... Honestly, can't name another one, but I'm sure they have other ones on that team. And they have good pitching. Like Wheeler and Nola is a is probably one of the better one twos in baseball. We'll see. Maybe they maybe they are the team that makes the big move and trades for Nolan Arenado. Who knows? Uh, we'll move to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta. Damn, that's kind of hard. I feel like they were close. I feel too. like their move is into the best team in the East. Chris Bryant. Yeah, because they had a hole at third base after Donaldson left. Though they, I think they started trying to play a rookie at first, right? Or was it Carmargo? Um, Lawson Riley's at third base. Right? Oh yeah, but isn't he? He's a limited player, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know, because I feel like he looked pretty solid, you know, in the postseason and stuff with Darno. I mean, Darno is so annoying. I just still can't believe he had so much success. 
Well, I can believe it, but I think again for them it'd still be bullpen related, you know, or pitching. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know. I mean, their rotation is pretty so solid. Many injuries and their pitching was still like pretty good. It was definitely above average. I think they. I they think have they Max Fried. I think they're still the best team in the East. They're really dangerous. Yeah, I just think. I just think that their whole the storyline the whole season was that they were missing the bat of um, Josh Donaldson at third base, even though they did have two of the top three MVP vote getters. So I just think Chris Bryant would be a perfect fit. Like, it was rumored a little bit last year, I think. Isn't he from down there? I might be wrong about that. Let me just Google it real quick. Oh no, he's from Nevada. That's right. He, he grew up with Bryce Harper. Mm. So I just, I just think it would be a good fit having him at third base. It seems like the Cubs aren't gonna bring him back. And then our last, there's no way they would have to. What happened? You think you don't think the Cubs are gonna bring him back? I don't know. They've been, they've been, uh, reportedly shopping him the last couple off seasons. It doesn't seem like. They're close on a contract extension. Like I feel like it's like a Mookie Betts situation. Like obviously they'd want to bring him back, but he had a, he had a horrible year this year, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think I think he was one of the guys. him and the, a lot of the Cubs had pretty bad years. That's why they didn't really do much. Yeah, but they they they're probably thinking like I need to get something for him before he leaves, just like. The Indians with Lindor and uh, the Red Sox with Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. They could also give him a contract extension, and I'll look stupid for even bringing this notion up. Uh, <laughs> what about the Washington Nationals? Obviously, a year off from winning a World Series. They had a lot of injuries this year, so they're going to just have it additions no matter what, because they'll have Strasburg back and a healthy and rested Scherzer. But they've got some holes that they could fill. Right. Like Obviously, third base was a hole this year. Uh, well, isn't that because um, what's-his-name was out for the year? Like, he didn't want to play? Well, they didn't have Ryan Zimmerman, but he, he, was, he yeah. wasn't going to play third. I think they were... They were um, Banking on this rookie Keyboom, I think that's his name, and he didn't really turn out to be the replacement. Oh, yeah. Carter Keyboom. He yeah. didn't really turn out to be the replacement for um, Rendon that they thought he could be. So it just ended up being a, a hole in the lineup that they couldn't replace. And they also they also missed Juan Soto for I think the first eight to ten games, so that that obviously started them on the wrong foot. So again, they're just going to get better if they, if they get healthy. But I I think signing like maybe like a Carlos Santana type of player, like a veteran, you mean? Yeah, like another another solid veteran. I mean, what, what is the name of Gary Sanchez if they want to trade you? <laughs> that would actually that's a I haven't heard that as a trading partner, but that's not bad. Yeah, I don't see why not. I just don't like who. But who would the Yankees get? A prospect, yeah. a prospect or something like that. <laughs> Juan Soto. Oh my god, I would love that. Not gonna. That'll never gonna, happen, but he's gonna win an MVP one of these days. True. He's too. He's too good. Hey, I mean, <laughs> some Mets fans think they're valuable. They want to trade uh, Seth Lugo for Gary Sanchez. Yeah, you you said that that was a that I was saw that being talked about. No, yeah, I don't, that I don't that was. That. Say it again. No, you got it. No, I'm saying I, I was like scrolling through Twitter one day, and like that was a thing that was trending on Twitter. It was oh Gary Sanchez for Seth Lugo, and that got me thinking. That would be great for the Yankees, but I doubt that would ever happen. 
yeah, it's too risky because if a, if you trade a player across town and he ends up being a star, then you'll never hear the end of it. Especially in someone like Gary Sanchez, who will probably you trade him to the Mets and he becomes the next Mike Piazza for, no, for some darn no good reason. He won't, but that would be pretty oh, funny. He's trading. He probably will. Do the Yankees really have that much of bad luck like that, though? Not really. It's usually the other way. We'll get a player who everyone. I was gonna say he becomes a the serviceable major, major leaguer. I may have talked about five or six Mets already, right. like Travis Darno, Justin Turner, guys they got rid of that are really stars. Yeah, it usually works the opposite way. For I the think Yankees. if um, if Sanchez goes to the National League, I think he's gonna thrive. Uh, maybe. Because one, they haven't really, really seen him enough uh, to get to know how to pitch him. Whereas in the American League, they've seen him a lot more, especially in the AL East. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I always had. A, I've always been an American League fan, so I always think the American League is tougher than the National League. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I think it's, it's that's true to that. Aren't there always more runs scored? More not so I just think I think he would thrive in the national in what? Like I said, he should play for the. He should play for who? The Pirates. Pirates. <laughs> Put him with Josh Bell. Mm, I don't think he'd want to go to the Pirates. <laughs> who does want to go to the Pirates? I think he'd probably. Oh, he. I would trade him, you know where? San Diego. See, I don't, I don't know if he'd be good in San Diego, but Pittsburgh, I could see him being like a Pedro Alvarez player, just hitting a bunch of home runs. <laughs> Have like 30 home runs, 50 RBIs or something like that. A bunch of solo shots. Freddy, Freddy Sanchez, like the veteran that just stayed his mm-hmm. whole career there. Yeah, he was, he was good. He was an all-star a couple times. He was. He, and then he, yeah, he, he was, was part guy. of the uh, Giants World Series team. They traded for him at the deadline. Is that? Dude, I took Thielen. I had Thielen and Cordell Patterson in my DraftKings lineup, and I took them both out. They have, th- they have three happened? touchdowns combined. Jesus. Who scored? Yeah, Thielen or? Patterson. Patterson second had time. a kick return before. To start the second half. Well, Patterson is unreliable. I feel like that's like his only big game this yeah, year. Yeah, but right? Matt, Matt, Matt Nagy has like a, an obsession with trying to get him the ball. Like, yeah. they'll just force feed it to him. Even when the offense is running well, they'll just try to force feed him like a trick play. Did, um, I feel like the Lions dropped a bunch of passes. Yeah, tonight. he ha- his hands haven't been that good, but he's caught two, caught two in pay dirt, so. I um I didn't know that Cordell Patterson was gonna run the way as much as he is for the Bears. Yeah, I think he's their feature back today. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, we'll get back to baseball in a second. But when 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 he first <laughs> broke into the league, it was it was actually with the Vikings. I, he, he, I remember that I had him. In, he was yeah, great. He would touch the ball like once a game, but it would be like a sixty-yard touchdown every time. Yeah, dude, I had him. Actually, in a few leagues when he first started, he used to do like those runs, like those crazy like runs, like slot run stuff, and he would get like a ninety yard touchdown. Yeah, it was insane. Him getting the ball in open space. Yeah, it was awesome. I guess he tapped into that a little bit today. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at the Nationals roster, and like a couple years ago, I feel like Trey Turner for Sanchez would have been an option, and it's not anymore. It's you. You okay, JB? Yeah, I think that... I don't know. I think the Yankees value Gary Sanchez a little too much. Yeah, they've... Oh, there's Patterson again. Uh, they've been... They babied him too much, I think. Just like... I think they're babying Judge too much with the injuries. True. Sometimes you just gotta let players fly. Let them play and see what happens, you know? But but also I think Sanchez is, I think playing in New York and all the criticism got to him. So 
he would be a player if he went to like Tampa Bay where there's no fans and they just tell him to hit the ball because they don't care about running the bases or anything that's traditional baseball. He would he would be a star there, but I don't I don't think he could do it in New York anymore. At least not on this side of town. And then our last team in the NL East is the Mets. Mets, 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 Mets. Which we've we've talked about, like obviously Trevor Bauer, Springer. Um, are there any other moves that they? Could, I like I like the moves that they've already made. Yeah, like they brought in Malik Smith, who who will be a good depth outfielder. Uh, Jose Perez, he could if he gets significant at bats, he could. Like a couple of years ago, for the, I think it was for the Reds, he was like the middle of their lineup stud. Do you think he can get back to that point? I mean, I think so. I, he's only twenty six years old. Wait, Jose who? Pereza. But you got cut Pereza. off. Jose Pereza. Pereza. Oh. Um. Yeah, I think you got to do Bauer. And you got to do uh, Springer. And then I think you're good. Some bullpen stuff, maybe one or two extra depth. The Yankees were so good because of their depth, you know. If the Mets can find a way to make that happen, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I think that's what they – like, obviously, the big, the big names are the sexy names that you want Steve Cohen to spend his money on, but – like the the death pieces, that, that's what makes your roster. Yep. Like a Nick Swish, like a Amen. Nick Swisher or something like that. Nick Swisher back in the day. I still I still think Justin Turner would be a good mover, even like a Nick Markakis, just a veteran like that. If they don't get Springer, man, they have Todd Frazier, so they're set. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the legend himself. I don't know if he'll come back now that Brody's gone. He seemed to have a love affair with him. I mean, a lot of fans like him, though. Yeah, he's a fan favorite, for sure. I mean, we'll see. I wouldn't have a problem with him coming back. But not like, he came to the Mets last year, and he was batting clean up three or four times a week. Like, let's not have that happen. True, true. He has to be like the Todd Frazier that was on the Yankees. Like, you know, the bench act. And he would come in every once in a while. I remember. Well, he was good when we first traded for him. And then Yankee fans just got sick of him, right? Yeah. Well, I love the guy. But, yeah, apparently they got sick of him. Well, he just lo- he just loves playing in this area because he's from New Jersey, obviously. By the way, today's Doc Gooden's fifty sixth birthday. Nice. Shout out! Shout out to our yep. man Doc. And I think he just got put on probation for his um for his arrest last year. Oh God! Really? Well, that's a negative thing. Let's stick with the birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Gooden! <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess AL East will start at the bottom with the Orioles. Ooh, they need everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, oof, I think they're going to need more like long-term, long-term growth with just rebuilding and whatnot. Um, but yeah. Yeah, their thing is still going to be just to, uh, to bring in, I mean, to develop their young players. They'll also get um, Trey Mancini back, who, who just got cleared of his cancer. I think he just finished his treatments. Yeah. So that's, an, that's another good thing that happened around baseball because he's a very good player, obviously. Also, this is a random side note. Oh, well, I'll get to it when we get to the Yankees. But, um, yeah. Maybe one thing that could help the Orioles – is signing like an older veteran pitcher just to eat innings. Like Corey Kluber is a free agent. I mean, I think he would fit. I saw that before. He would fit a lot of teams. Did Kluber? I feel like Kluber wasn't on the list before. Did he get like 
Yeah, I I agree. I don't know Did where he came from. Corey Kluber? Yeah. No way. Because there was no, he should be in the top five pitchers available. I don't remember him ever being a free agent. That was a surprise to me. Well, he only pitched he only pitched one inning this year, or a third of an inning this year, I think. So I guess that flew under the radar. That would that would be a good pickup for whoever signs him. That'll probably be like a one year, couple million dollar deal. For, for a guy who back to back Cy Young awards, I think the Mets, or two out of three years. The Cy Mets Young have awards. been in touch with him, Corey Kluber. Oh, that the Mets are in touch with yeah, everybody. Kluber, Mets. Morton, and Mike Miner. If the Mets strike out on Bauer and they end up with Morton and ba- and uh, Kluber, that's that's still one of the better rotations in baseball. Oh, for sure. Maybe the Orioles could go for like a Gio Gonzalez. There's a lot of older names on the list. True. A Jay Hap, King Felix, just some a pitcher to eat up innings. That's what I think the Orioles should do. And then they're obviously not trying to contend for another couple of years. Uh, the Blue Jays, they already signed, re-signed Robbie Ray to a one-year deal. I think that's pretty much a pretty much the theme of what they should do. They should re-sign Matt Shoemaker and uh, and Taiwan Walker, who they had last season. And if not, try to land one of those other veteran guys that we were talking about. True. I That's like a good move. Too. Also, I forgot to bring this up, but I saw uh, John Lester's been licked to the Mets. What would you think of that? Interesting. Um, interesting veteran move. So you're basically, I mean, I don't know if I put him in the same category or compare him evenly to like Corsell or Waka, but you're just getting a veteran at the back end of the rotation, I guess. Yeah, the last two years haven't been that good, but before that he was pretty much, he was consistent. He was, he was, yeah, he was consistently a one or two pitcher. Yeah, and I'd still take him in a in a big game over a lot of guys in the league. He's he was just that kind of pitcher. Uh, so the Blue Jays just pitching. I feel like I feel like their lineup is uh pretty stacked with young players that you want to get at bats for. So you probably don't want to clog it with a bunch of a bunch of uh thirty thirty five year olds. True. I think they're just going to need to let their young players grow more. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe we'll see the actual like breakout season from Flat Burrow Jr. Because he's really been he's really been the the least impressive out of all their young players, like Bo Bichette and uh, Gurriel. Produced, I think, a little bit more how people thought they would than Guerrero has. He was definitely disappointing this year. Yeah, and even his rookie year, like he had the big home run derby, obviously, but I think he only hit nine home runs and hit like two seventies. So there was some room for improvement. It was just the hype of being Vlad's, and he's also only like twenty. He's, I'm pretty sure, he's still younger than me, so. Obviously, it's yeah. still tremendous room to grow. It's so crazy. Uh, then we have the Red Sox. The Red Sox. I feel like they could re- they could splash one of these big free agents or trade for um, Jared Parabas was saying that they're going to trade for Nolan Arenado, which would be a fit and would definitely replace the void left by not having Mookie Betts anymore. That would be interesting. I was, I was so I can't believe that he's on the trading block. No one? Well, there, well, he has an opt. He has yeah. an opt out after this year or next year, and if and right. they're assuming he's going to opt out and just leave. And if he and even if he doesn't, I don't think the Rockies are in a position to pay someone thirty five million over the next ten years. Right. So I mean. 
I, I think the Red Sox are going to be linked to all, all the guys that the Mets are going to be linked to just because I think that they're going to want to come back now that they have their manager back and a new front office. So, like, I'd expect to hear their name in, like, the Trevor Bauer sweepstakes, the George Springer, even though they have, they're pretty set at outfield. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Lind- maybe Lindor, if they, if they want to move him or Bogarts over. Who knows? But yeah, I, th- I think Arenado would be their move. Even though I'd hate that, having to see him in the division every year for 19 games, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the Rays before the Yankees, I guess. I think Tampa, Tampa needs to replace Charlie Morton, obviously, because I think... You think he's gonna or, be gone, or, or bring him back? It's it seems like most most people are saying he's not gonna come back. Not like because there's bad blood or anything, but just because um, just because the Rays don't spend money, really. So maybe they'd be the team to sign like Corey Kluber on a discount deal. True, that'd be interesting. Or. Or, like, there's other guys, too, like Alex Wood, who kind of fits their profile. I could see I could see them throwing some money at James Paxson just to stick it to the Yankees and turn him into, like, an analytics superstar pitcher. True. And then they always make, like, a wacky trade. So, like, what... What... What, um good serviceable player do you think they'll trade for their roster and get criticized for it and then it turns out to be the best move they made like the Tommy <laughs> Pham trade last year where like Blake Snell and Kevin Kiermeyer were pissed off about it I just feel like the Rays are like 10 steps ahead of everybody else yeah yeah they always are they're so freaking good maybe they'll, maybe they'll trade like a Rosa Rita or something since his value is high but yeah, they'll make they'll make a bunch of little little moves that you don't talk about, and then they turn into big things. And then the Yankees will finish off the big thing. Ooh, you mean a lot I mean, of elephant in the room. Just bring back, bring back DJ LeMayu. That's number one. True. Then I. I'm on the DD train and then trade either Sanchez, Boyd, or Stanton if it's possible. They're not going to trade Sanchez. I just saw the article. They want to fix him. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible. Then I would bring then I would bring in a catcher to to back him up. Like I think Yadi Molina is a, a must have. Well, I, isn't he playing? I think he's playing winter ball, right? Is he? I think Yachty is. No, I think Sanchez is. How long do you think he'll be playing for, though? Molina, Yachty. I don't know. Maybe another, maybe another year or two. It's yeah, we wouldn't have so? to commit that many years to him. I feel like it's just a. He's probably going year by year now because he's got. Who's old? He's in his upper thirties. I mean, I just think it, it makes so much, way too much sense not to to sign him to a veteran's deal. True. I know you said you didn't want him with the Mets, Brendan. Yeah, I I just don't think he would. I still think that, that the Mets should prioritize James McCann over Real Muto. And if hey, not, I agree. Salvador Perez via trade. I think it's something to explore because he's he's still a productive player. I like James McCann because like the the Mets are looking for someone to play most to play pretty much every day at catcher or like three out of four days. The Yankees just need someone to challenge Sanchez and, and kind of kind of uh, spark his work ethic and and uh, production again. So they're looking for some different things. Hmm. 
So, JB, yeah. what would what would you do with the pitching rotation? The Yankees. Oh, that's well. One, I would. So you already know you have. So the pitching rotation isn't as bad as what people were making out to be. Because when it comes to Yankee fans, I'm a Yankee fan, but they love to panic about everything. Um, so they have Garrett Cole. They have Severino coming back next year. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be able to pitch well. So they need a number three. Um, I either re-sign Paxton or re-sign Tanaka. I think if they want a lefty, re-sign Paxton. But I maybe it's just me. I think Tanaka's the better pitcher between him and Paxton. Um, so they can sign one of the two, and then you end it off with I think one give Davy Garcia another shot. I think he did really well. Oh no 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 wait 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 wait. Actually, I'm sorry. They don't need Paxton. They have Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, so they only need to release. So the Yankees don't. To be honest. What people understand is the Yankees don't necessarily need a Trevor Bauer. A Trevor Bauer would be nice, but as long as the Yankees can stay healthy with a a Garrett Cole, uh, Luis Severino, and I would say they need to sign a number three guy. I think either resign, either resign Tanaka, resign um, James Paxton, or look for somebody else in the market. Um, at number four, you have Jordan Montgomery at number four, and then you have five. You have Dave, either Davy Garcia, and you have I guess Domingo Herman coming back next year too. So they have pretty much good debt. They just need they just need a number three starter. I'm gonna throw a name at you for a potential number three starter. I want you to tell me what you think. Who? I think I think oh, this boy. guy. Last time he was on the free agent market was the cream of the crop. Coming coming off a couple good seasons, won a Cy Young Award. Uh, didn't perform well for his new team, but if the Yankees could unlock him, it, he would be the perfect number. Sonny Gray. Who? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who? Uh, <laughs> Jake Arrieta. Ooh. That's interesting. I think you can get him on a on a one plus one contract or a two plus one contract, and he might end up paying dividends. But he could also crash and burn like he did with the Phillies. But I mean, do you think he'll like New York? I think so. He was he always he was always causing controversy. True. That's a that's a good question. Mm. But also, I think the Yankees also need. I think the biggest move for the Yankees would be just to change the philosophy. Yeah, like the bullpen got worn out this got worn out this year. Let the pitchers go. Like let Cole go seven or eight innings to start. Let Severino pitch into the seventh inning. Let Montgomery pitch third time through the batting order. If we do get someone like Arietta, let him eat innings. That's what you got him for. Like by the time the the playoffs rolled around. Our bullpen was useless. Like we couldn't use Adovino in any in any situation. We didn't have Canley anymore. Chad Green was on again, off again. Really, Zach Burden was the only guy that you trusted game in, game out in the playoffs. You couldn't even trust Chapman. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I would I would change the philosophy. Stop Aaron Boone to stay in the dugout till at least the seventh inning. And, and get back to an old-school style of baseball. So get this. I'm reading something on the one of the Yankees' websites. And they said that the Yankees might make a run at Javier Baez. They think, they think that Theo Epstein is going to have a fire sale this winter. I saw his name connected with um it wasn't the Yankees, it was another team in the 
And it might have been the Rays, honestly, because he's a high strikeout, high home run guy. But, um, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad substitute for DJ if we can't bring him back. I didn't think they're going to bring him back. But DJ's just so perfect because he's the opposite of what the rest of our lineup is. I feel like Baez would just be another judge or standing. If you want to hear something funny, (laughs) Brian Cashman has one untouchable outfielder for this upcoming winter. (laughs) Do you know who the exact... Clint (laughs) Frazier. I mean, he was a gold glove. He was a gold glove finalist. I think it's so funny. <laughs> Did you see there was there was a pitcher for? I think it was the Athletics. He he got an MVP vote because one of the voters had a typo. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know his name. Wait, was it Liam Hendricks? No, it was the guy had like a had like a four point four ERA. <laughs> I gotta look this up. No way. Yeah, look, I think I saw it on ESPN yesterday. And then also, I think yeah, Ryan, the other thing I would look at Ryan too. Tepperat. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Wait, what did he do? The other thing I would look at as a uh, as a Yankees GM was his potential trades for. Um, for a role just happen. Just to try to shake up the bullpen a little bit. It looks like JV dropped off. That's so rude. Yeah, right. Just kidding. I guess I guess you didn't what like the, the Yankees trading Chapman. No, I think he'll come back. Um, do we miss any team? That's it for the East. Do we talk about the Orioles? Yeah, we did. There's not much to talk about. It. Oh yeah, right. The Orioles. Right. This game is really boring. Yeah, man. this is this is a bad Monday night game. This is disgusting. I mean, Kirk Cousins just hands the ball off, and Nick Foles. Doesn't have time to throw it. That last drive, that they, that's the thing. That last drive they just had was, like, brutal. The Bears. Like, literally couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's pretty much their seat. Like, the Bears' defense is good enough good enough to get them into the playoffs if they just had any kind of offense. Yeah, they're probably better off with Trubisky at quarterback. Do you think Trubisky will ever come back? No, I don't. This year? I mean, now they've lost four well, straight games. I could, yeah, I could see them making the switch. He's hurt though. No, isn't he's he? not. Just no, just an inept quarterback. But like, at least he could. At least he doesn't need to stand in the pocket like Foles does. So I think he's the better option. Right. I, I could actually see them switching back now. Try to save the season. Really. JP said, "I can't believe they're, they're stopping Cook, man." Yeah, you. Got... This helps me with my. I beat Jesse, I think, in our yeah, league. You That's good. Finally, you're only two games behind me for the play, for a playoff spot. I not I've over lost... yet, man. I play you next week, oh, actually. I've lost three. I've I checked that, man. Now you'll probably if you're playing me, you'll definitely win. I'm not really. T- I gotta figure out what to do with Singletary. And Jesse's been texting me all day trying to get me to get rid of Derrick Henry, and I just can't. Like, why would I get rid of Henry? Yeah, don't. He's Henry always turns it up in the last four weeks of the season too, because the weather starts yeah, to get it's... colder, and he could just bruise. He could just bruise defensive players. Right. But I gotta figure out what to do with my second running back because. Ideally, a nice run would be cool because I've been confident. Like, I, I think I have, um, like, really the only person that, like, so Singletary has been disappointing. DJ Moore has been disappointing. Um, like, I don't know why. Well, he was good but, this week. 
Yeah, thankfully. But he only had, like, two catches. He just got lucky because he had a longer run. Like, he was dominating earlier in the year. So I don't know what happened. I guess, like, defenses understood and caught up with him. Yeah, their, ske- their schedule got tough, too. They've, they've lost five, yeah. four or five in a row. Oh, you have Malcolm Brown in your bench, though. He scored two touchdowns. Yeah, so what happens with me is I pick up people off the waiver wire, and I don't anticipate they're going to do well, and then they always do. And what makes it even worse is I try to put faith in Singletary, and he doesn't do well. So, like, the, it's just the, – the, the best was when I picked up Jarek McKinnon off the bench, started him, and he got Eesh. negative one yards, and the next game he had, like, 18, 19 points. So, I'm convinced, Dave, I'm going to drop um, Singletary, and he's just going to go off next week. Like, Zach Moss will just get hurt or something, and it's just going to turn into a Devin Singletary shit Yeah, show. I wouldn't drop him. Put him on your bench, maybe. I guess, but like, even if I don't play him, it's just gonna not. It's not gonna work out. Oh, that was such. Foles just almost dude threw Nick's... it right into the guy's, uh, the defensive player's hands. Nick Foles is trash. Yeah. Okay, we got JV back. Nope. Let's just hope we get more. Any last word, JV? It's gonna be this week. Conforto extension for the Mets. Maybe a DJ LeMahieu signing for the Yanks. Yeah, I don't know. The qualifying law period is over. It should be soon. I'm with JV. I don't know what they're waiting for. Blank check. Be like, DJs, get whatever you want. Hmm. Unless unless (laughs) one of their analytics geeks has a model that shows that he's going to regress, but I don't think that'll happen. I'm surprised. Actually, we could talk about awards real quick. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised he was a distant third. Like, it wasn't really that close. Which is odd, but who came in second again? There is the, uh, Jose Ramirez. Who, des- who, deserved, who deserved it to? But there's definitely Yankee bias when oh, it comes absolutely. to um, award voting. Like, I don't think... Did Nick Foles just get hurt? So, yeah, we're going to see Trubisky, I'm guessing, Brendan. Uh, who won si- yeah. Trevor Bauer and Shane Beaver, Beaver won unanimously. We knew that was going to happen. The, the, yeah, the only knock you had against Bauer was that his competition was the easiest, but... He had a, he was a dominant pitcher this year for sure. Uh, what other award? Manager of the year was Mattingly and Cash, right? Yep. Yeah. Could have called that. And then rookie of the year we had last time mm. with um. What's oh, his name uh, from Seattle? It was Williams and the, Bre- Williams. the Brewers pitcher. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Lewis. Lewis and Williams. I, Kyle Lewis, I thought he was playing for a few years now. I guess not. I feel like he's one of those prospects who who have been on the base the baseball prospectus like top one hundred prospects forever. So everyone remembers his name, but he he hasn't had like the service time True. to not be a rookie anymore. Oh, they said that they recently just. I'm sorry. Like a uh, Rosarina next year is going to be considered as a rookie. Fun fact. Yeah, because he yep. he barely Why? had any at bats in the regular season. So he's going to be like minus two hundred fifty thousand to Probably. to win rookie of the year. But the people who are favorites, yeah, I don't think he's going like, to never win. I just, I'm going to predict what he did was more of a fluke. Yep. Well, I don't know. Really? Probably not a fluke, but like you, can, that's not sustainable over a full season, or else you'll be like Barry Bonds. Wow, Foles on a stretcher. Do you just hear about Drew Brees? He hurt his neck. Yeah, he has collapsed. Yeah, I wonder. You wonder if that ends his career. 
It could. Because, like, he, he, he already His age? has a contract to, like, do announced football games like Tony Romo when he retires. Yeah, see, if I mean, I would just do that. Yeah. How many dribbles has he won? Yeah, he won the one. one. That's kind of a shame, actually. I feel like he'd want to win more. Yeah, especially with the heartbreak, how they've lost the last couple of years. But, like, this this year it's been pretty apparent that, like, he could still get it done, but he doesn't really have it. Oh, you're right. Trubisky is hurt, too, with his shoulder. That's that's what I thought. So who's in? Some rando? I mean, there's only 30 seconds left. Some rando is about to win the game. That would be incredible. Like, Kyler Murray to Hopkins yesterday. (laughs) That was... That pissed me off. That was... I... That really... You know know what... pissed me off. Well, that that game would have pissed me off if if they got the two point conversion, but they just kneeled it for some oh, reason. Was it the Bills game that pissed you off? Uh, no, it was the. Well, the amount of people that lost money for that is actually really like yeah, it's Dave so Portnoy bad. I lost fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, he had the hilarious. <laughs> but also with the Browns game. Oh yeah, Nick that's Chubb running out of bounds at the one. When this, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Spread by one by half a point. <laughs> That's so sad, too. That's hilarious. It's, and there was no reason to go out of bounds. Like I get, I get the kneeling on the two point conversion for the Cardinals because if he throws a pick six, it's two points, and then it's a tie game again. But like Nick Chubb, there's only thirty seconds left. If you're up by ten points after you score a touchdown, the game's over anyway. Like, be a little selfish. Go into the end zone. That's when crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that was an insane throw by Kyler Murray. First round pick of the A's, so it's baseball related. I want, he'll probably be at spring training one of these years. Oh, right? They'll do like a Russell Wilson thing with him. So they have him feels great. I mean, Russell Wilson, I think he comes every year to Yankee spring training. Yeah. Well, he was he was with Texas before the Yankees, yeah. right? Then the Yankees acquired his rights. And he, like, had... He got in a, he got in a bat, I think, too. But, yeah, he got his spring training at that. I, I'm pretty sure he struck Oh, out. yeah, because they told him not to swim. Out, yeah. But I don't think... Yeah, because they didn't want him to get hurt. I don't think he was anything close to what Kyler Murray is as a baseball player, though. Like, Murray was supposed to be the real deal. To be honest, I think, honestly, I think if football players wanted to play baseball, I think they should let them, they, they should let them, up to a certain point, of course. And Bo Jackson, Well, too. Deion Sanders did it. He would, he would play for the, yeah. Well, De- Dion Dion played for like a couple seasons. He was with the Falcons, and then uh, he would play on Sunday. Then play for the Braves during the week. Talk about talk about uh, staying in shape. I think he, he might have. Yeah, well, those guys are like a freaking nature. But I don't know if they could do it now with the way they write contracts and stuff. You can't even Only like Michael play Jordan like a basketball can do that. game anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. the for love of the game. Close. Did you guys get a catch of um the Yankees? I think it was like 16 or 17-year-old prospect, uh, Jason Rodriguez. Dominguez, sorry, yeah. You mean Dominguez? He's like a fucking mini hawk. Yeah, he's he's going to be a problem when he comes up. He's he's a, he's another guy who's going to be at the top of the prospect list for so long because he's only seventeen. Do you remember when Gary Sanchez like, was like the top of the prospect list for like a oh, ridiculous amount of time? Yeah, him and him and Judge they talked about them for so long, but it took them like four years each to actually get to the major leagues. Like Judge. They were the two players that teams would ask for when the Yankees were trying to trade for like Felix Hernandez or 
uh, Justin Verlander, and they just wouldn't give them up. Or Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee was a big one. Uh, I wish they would have gotten Cliff Lee. You know, Jimmy Graham wasn't targeted once this entire game. Yeah, see, that's what that's what happens with the Bears. Like you can't tr- even Allen Robinson. Like he had a couple catches today, but you can't trust big production with this offense. I don't know. Yeah. That's good for you though, because he was in the opposing lineup. Hey, good stuff. Yeah, thank God I won. Do we have any? Well, I mean, my other league, I I literally lost by point zero two points because of the DeAndre thing. Like the guy I was playing, I was like having a horrible game, and then he just got so lucky. Yeah, that's what happens. It's a bad beat. It reminds me of um when Golden Tate caught the ball against the Packers with the replacement refs. Yeah. It was like a, I think it was like a 12 point swing or something like that. Right. Uh, We have any closing points? Get better soon, Tommy Lasorda. I guess we we didn't say that. Yes, for sure. What does he have again? I don't know. Let me do a quick Google search. He might. He honestly might just be sick with old age at this point. He's he's up there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Brendo, I'm gonna be a. I don't know. He's going to be. Oops, an intensive no, so I'm gonna be looking for MLB the show during uh what's up Black Friday. Yeah, twenty. Unless which one? I wait the most for, recent one. Unless I wait for the new one to come out for the PS. I wouldn't get it now. I would wait. Yeah. That's what I would do. Wait, what? Why would you get it now if they don't even have rosters and stuff? Yet? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, they do. Do they just update it as it goes on? Gotcha. Yeah, but I would still wait for the new game. Yeah. Especially if it's going to be on the PS5. It's probably going to be so cool. I just got mine. Like, I'm probably going to buy a PS5 two once days I ago, move back home. Ago? Yeah. Dude, it is... It's, I, was it, a... it's insane, man. It's crazy how different it is from the PS4. Like, the fact that loading times are gone... The um the controllers, like with the so it just, yeah. What, how does that work? How did it's how just so quick? You like click on it, and then like at three seconds later, you're in the main screen. <laughs> I got the one with the disc. So cool. You the the one with the disc. I like. It. I don't know. I'm a big disc person. It's a little more expensive. Is people, that one cheaper? Yeah, because people also use it for like Blu-ray, DVDs, and stuff like that. Oh, really? The... Yeah, apparently. They still make Blu-rays, DVDs. Mm. Oh. All right, well, guys, I'm exhausted. I'm gonna hit that hag. But it was great talking yeah, to y'all. Nice talking to you. Guys. Talk to you guys soon. All right, take care, guys. Stay classy. You guys have a good one.